amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. There ain't no practice runs in life. That is right. This is not a test. It's the real thing. The TriCast 2020 podcast, two generations with one mission. So my name is Jason Dias. Her name is Kiki Culpepper. You are listening again. The remote version. Once again, we are practicing uh, mega social distancing. Me broadcasting from the studio of Eloquent Online and the TriCast 2020 podcast. And Kiki is somewhere. Super Secret Studio out at uh, Bear Creek West or Northwest. Uh, we're 13 miles from each You'll other. Never so totally, You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know, yes. And our guest today is even further away in the hometown of my alma mater, Judson High School, Converse, Texas. But we'll be getting to Pastor Tim here in just a second. Kiki, we're into what, week three here of the coronavirus? How are things going week for you and all the... Uh, quarantine. <laughs> quarantine. Week three quarantine. Uh, how are things for all the young people up at the Christian Academy going to school online? It's weird. I'll definitely say that. And it's a different experience, but I'm slowly getting used to it. We had a great, great uh, view of it from your buddy, Josie Tassara, last week. She said, but yeah, but we're going through something that no senior class has ever gone through. So I guess that's the bright way of looking at it. And speaking of Josie, um, she actually did commit to Trinity University College. this week. Trinity University, yeah. yeah. Trinity College down in, uh, down in San Antonio. Beautiful school. Maybe the best view of San Antonio that you will get is from that beautiful tower that I've been up in many times at Trinity. Anyway, today on the show, we are talking about the book of James. Now, Kiki, you have an older sister, the former official driver of the PriceCast 2020 podcast, Maddie, and I have an older brother. So I was able to drive myself, which I still don't think was a responsible decision. (laughs) You're doing fine. So you and I both know what it's like to have a sibling, or in my case, siblings. However... James had a sibling that you may have heard of. He is none other than Christ. Can you imagine what it was like growing up with Jesus Christ as your half-brother? That would have been some horrible, like, living under my older brother's shadow kind of (laughs) stuff. I feel bad for him, but he was in such a great position at the same time being so close to Jesus all the time. But it's just an interesting dynamic. One of my favorite parts about Mel Gibson's movie, The Passion, which a lot of people watch at this time of the year, very difficult movie to watch, by the way, is the way Mel Gibson tries to – it's intense. And he tries to imagine what it was like for the dynamic in that family – that we don't know anything about. We don't really know what it was like when, when, when Jesus was a preteen and stuff like that. So he has to kind of editorialize that and imagine that. And I love that part of the movie. 
I'm sure you've heard, Kiki, we had that terrible loss of life here in New Braunfels when T.J. Mendez, age yeah. 44, died of the coronavirus. He went to the same church that I went to. When I saw his picture, I was like, wait, I know this gentleman. And, of course, he did go to Oakwood. I was in communication with his wife, Angela, about a completely unrelated matter back on February 3rd, shared our show link with her and her family and had no idea that any of this was going to happen. So I want to, on behalf of the ChristCast 2020 podcast and Kiki, just send out our heartfelt. When, when I say we're saying a prayer for you, I don't use icons. I don't use iconography. We say an actual prayer, all right, number 624. But Angela asked me just to remind everybody to take the warning seriously, to, to follow the guidelines that everyone set down about, you know, social distancing and things like that, to heed the warnings. And we have included the GoFundMe page link in our episode description if you're able to help out that family. Because I know, I know I'm getting tired of being at home all the time, but when you put it in context, Kiki, with somebody that just lost her husband and leaving those children without a dad, my problem thing yeah corona it's not something to mess around with angela really wanted to put out if if the hardest thing you ever have to do in your life is stay home you're going to be you're going to be in a good spot and so we hope everything goes well for her family and her children and then you know i'm always as we say on this show many times kiki the christ cast 2020 podcast can be heard anywhere in the world up to and including the international space station And last week while we were doing the show live, because this is not our usual format. If you're listening to the show for the first time this week, this is not our usual format. We're usually in the same place. And as I told Pastor Tim last night, you know, there's a shorthand that you and I have developed over five years of doing this show together. There's a certain look you'll give me or we'll cue each other with our hands. We don't have that benefit when we're doing that remotely. But one thing people don't may not know is that you can, when we used to do this show live, you could call in and listen to it on your phone. Well, last week, somebody in California got out of bed, you know, started Googling for a Christian podcast, and lo and behold, they came across ours. And so we want to send a shout out to our new friend, Craig, in California, who was listening to the show last week. Just proof, once again, that you never know who's listening to the ChristCast 2020 podcast. But whoever you are and wherever you are, we're going to talk today about the book of James and the powerful message that book has, especially, especially right now amidst this worldwide pandemic. We're going to have our good buddy, Pastor Tim, join us on the show here in just a second to help us talk about the book of James. And we're going to do it all right after this. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. At first glance, this verse doesn't convey comfort to our ears much, and you might not want to use it as your go-to verse to share with someone who is suffering through a trial, at least not at first. But for Christians seeking to grow in their faith, this verse provides us with a mindset A view of the world that helps us see the ups and downs of life correctly. God's not dead. I know it because I'm here. Kiki's here. And that was our good buddy, Miss Jana Henry, who you know, Kiki, from your days at Christ Presbyterian. 
Yes, I'm sure I do. Mrs. Henry, yes, that is Tess's grandmother, although I don't know how because Miss Henry looks to be about 31 years old. Joining us from Converse, Texas, home of the mighty Converse Jets and Rockets, his name is Pastor Tim Duff. Hey, Pastor Tim, how are you? I am great. What's going on, y'all? Hey, hey, welcome to the show. Welcome back. <laughs> he is the pastor at the Word of Hope Christian Church. We're talking about the book of James. And Pastor Tim, the book of James encourages us to persevere in difficult times. A very timely message circa 2020 amidst the COVID-19 pandemic. However, it's often hard to tell folks who are struggling with their health, financially, and otherwise, to keep the faith. Talk to us about that. Well, I'd be happy to. You know, the scripture you're talking about and was referenced in the intro to this is James 1.12, and it says that blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person is going to receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. In a nutshell, what this verse is saying is that trusting God through our trials pushes us toward a Christ-like maturity of trusting God more and more deeply and with greater endurance. And that choice to keep trusting God in the midst of the trial brings his blessing, which is fantastic news. But to your question, I think that there's a deeper issue that your question alludes to. And it, what, I guess what I'm trying to get at is that there might be something a little bit deeper. When someone's struggling with their faith, it, it may be the COVID-19 situation brings that out, or maybe there's some other kind of situation. But general encouragement to someone who's struggling is always a good thing. But what I would want to know and what I find myself in my capacity as a minister of the gospel doing is I need to listen. I need to find out what's going on. Sometimes you have to peel back the layers if you're able to, so to speak. And that means that I've got to sit there and listen, and maybe a few well-placed questions might help. And if I can discern the reason or reasons, then I can bring a more appropriate response of encouragement to keep the faith. Here's the thing. Perseverance through struggle is real. And it's really important for us to understand that growing in faith and persevering in difficult times is a process. And if that person will just hang on to their faith in Christ, they're going to get through it and they're going to be stronger because of it. Those are some great ways to live by, even though, Sometimes it's so hard to keep living like that in this time. Then moving on, it says, James is the half-brother of Jesus Christ, but he went from being a hardcore non-believer, not believing what his brother was saying at all, to a pillar of the church that everyone went to. That gives us hope for those who don't have friends and family who don't believe in Jesus, doesn't it? Absolutely it does. You know, think of this. As we assess our role our witness plays in a family member's unbelief. Let's remember Jesus for a second. Not even a perfect witness such as Christ guaranteed that loved ones would see and even embrace the gospel. Jason alluded to this earlier in the story of Jesus' brothers, particularly James, actually can give us hope for our loved ones because at the time his brothers claimed that Jesus was out of his mind. Mark 3.21 says that. It must have appeared really unlikely that they would ever become his disciples, but eventually we know they did. And James finally believed when he saw his brother alive, when he saw the risen Christ, that's what turned it for him. So the message here is take heart. Don't give up praying for unbelieving family members 
Don't take their resistance as the final word. They may yet believe, just like James, and be used incredibly, significantly in the kingdom. Yeah, and when you do try to convince them, be careful how you say it. The older I've gotten, the more impatient I've gotten with people who don't believe. And we've all heard a sermon on this on this particular part of the book of James where it says, Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider, consider that a great forest is set afire by a single spark. We've all heard that sermon. We've all heard that scripture, and yet everybody, myself included, struggles with this, struggles with picking the right words and the right things to say in the moments when we're not in church. Tell us about that, Pastor Tim. Our words are important no matter where we are, inside the church, outside the church, in prayer, everywhere, and in every situation. Consider this. What you're talking about in, as you opened this particular question, you talked about James 3, 5. Well, if you add verses 3 and 4 to that, you get a complete picture here of the subject we're talking of. So let me ask you this. What do a bit a rudder, a tongue, and a spark have in common? Well, the thing is they're all small but very effective controllers. They each direct something that's bigger than themselves. James is building a case in, in here in Chapter 3 for the damaging power of our words. I mean, we've seen it throughout history. Words have started literally wars. We've seen it in the church. Words inside the church can cause it even splits. And we've seen how verbal abuse in the home can destroy spouses, and children. And here's a thought. Satan uses the tongue to divide people and to pit them against one another. We've all heard about idle words, right? Well, idle words are damaging because they spread quickly and they're destructive. In a nutshell, a few words spoken in anger can destroy a relationship that took years to build. Remember, to your point in James 3, 5, words are like fire. They can neither control nor reverse the damage that they do. That's really heavy-handed, and it's, it's heavy-handed because it needs to be, because we need to be told the honest truth of what our words impact, because mm-hmm. our words can ruin friendships that we've had for mm-hmm. who knows how long. It could ruin mm-hmm. a whole family in a matter of moments. In James 5.13, he commands Christians to sing songs of praise as part, as we now know as a mass or a service, Why is that so important to us today? Well, I'll tell you, that's a great question, and it's a great verse. It's packaged in the middle of some tremendous teaching. The verse itself says in in its entirety, are any of you suffering hardships, you should pray. Are any of you happy, then you should sing praises. I think it's important to establish the context of that verse in the midst of all this, because in the previous verses leading up to it, James is, talking about improper actions when a person is under duress. Now, starting here in verse 13, he gives us a prescription, if you will, for both ends of human emotion, to which your question is referring the second part of that. In the first part of the verse, he says, is any of you suffering hardships? Well, look at the time that we're in right now. James is addressing his comments to those who are enduring hardships, misfortune, trouble, which can be physical, emotional, or circumstantial, like being sick, or homeless. And then James says, you should pray. In other words, the antidote to hardship is prayer, not only for God to solve the problem, but for us to have the strength and grace to bear it. So the principle is that prayer is the believer's great weapon in times of adversity. And if we don't pray, we're going to grumble, we're going to fret, we're going to complain, and you hear a lot of that today. Well, that's his first 
part of, if you will, the prescription for human emotion. Here's the second part, which you talked about a second ago. James said, are any of you happy? Some of your translations are going to read cheerful. Happy or cheerful means to put in good spirits. So a happy person or a cheerful person is somebody who's got a healthy soul and a joyful attitude. And then he finishes by saying, you should sing praises. Now, what's cool about that is the answer of a happy heart, a cheerful heart, is to sing praise to God. Whether you're at home, whether you're at work, right here on this podcast, or during a more formal type of worship gathering, wherever you are, it's kind of like a, a children's a song that we've learned in church. If you're happy, you know it, clap your hands. So wherever you find yourself, if we're happy, then let's sing praises to the Lord. Amen. Absolutely true. Hey, listen, Pastor Tim, thank you so much for taking some time. And I want to wish you the very best and all the folks out at Word of Hope Christian Church. And as ever, as we're getting down to late eight episodes left on the show, and I mean in its entirety. Some people Is keep it eight asking or me. seven now? Seven or eight, yes. It might, I think it's actually seven after this one. So it's really getting – um, you've always been a great friend of the show, and uh, we really, really appreciate it. And thank you so much for joining us today. My honor and privilege, y'all. All right. Hey, take care. That's Pastor Tim, everybody. Great job, everybody. And Kiki and I are going to wrap it up with a few final thoughts, and we'll do it all right after. Yes. There's got to be more than going back and forth. This is our work. This, our students are our work. That's our product. That's what we have to show for what we do. And this is the way that we present them to their families and to God and to the church community. That's our good buddy, Kiki, Miss Kathleen Patch. Man, you talk about yeah. someone who taught me more about grace than any Bible study ever did. You know, I want to go back to that, uh, what Pastor Tim was talking about. And Kiki, you know this firsthand. I know regrettably, I know regrettably some of my words mm. over the past five years have, have set a forest on fire, and there's no way to bring those forests back. But I know in your generation, it's particularly challenging because your generation has so oh. many communicative mediums. You it's, know. So, if, if, it's so hard to do it nowadays because of social media, because yeah. you can say one thing on the internet or social media, it's there forever. You can never take that back. Physical words, you're able to kind of back your way out if you're careful. But on the internet, once it's there, you're done. You're gone. Yeah. You know, when I, I was going to say, when I was young, speaking of converse, speaking of, you know, I've, I've told you, and, you know, I think one of the things I miss the most about doing the show this way, I miss our conversations that we used to have before the show and after the show. And we, we're not really able to do that when we're doing the show live and remotely like this. But back when I was your age, you know, if you had something unkind to say about somebody, it required you saying it to people, you know, verbally physically and now of course with your generation yeah to their face and you've got the social media stuff which can be very very mean and very very spiteful and so it's, it's always such a great that that verse that we've all heard about the tongue being so powerful it really really is and i know personally that i've struggled with that admonition there's another there's another big takeaway that we can apply from the book of james there's there's 12 big 
ideas in the book of James. And as we always say, we talk about these books because we want you all to go out and really dive into them. But one of them that James talks about very, very clearly is he warns not just to do good things for people who can do good things for you. There's a lot of talk in this book about a lot of us don't really look to do good things for people that can't be of any benefit to us. And I think that's another thing that we need to be mindful of, especially right now as people are going through tough times, that if we can, we really do need to help people that are struggling right now, don't we? Yeah, because if we help, if we only help the people that can help us, we're just kind of benefiting ourselves from that. If we help the others who can't give back to us, that will give us a deeper sense of joy and peace in our own lives. Because if you're just doing it to get repaid, that's not the real attitude we should have towards things. In fact, James says if you do it for that reason. He uses a very powerful word. He says if you do that, your faith is dead. Listen, folks, Kiki is right. I just went and checked. There are seven shows left. And I appreciate I've had a couple of private messages, folks saying, hey, well, you could continue to do the show with me as your co-host or in a different variation. And as much as I appreciate that, there's no replacing either person on this show. When we're finished, we're going to put our stamp on it, and it's going to be there for all time. We'll have gone from Genesis to Revelation and a bunch of other shows around the ChristCast 2020 podcast. And don't forget, folks, if you want to listen to the show and you're at home and, and you're tired of watching all those crazy things on Netflix, all you have to do is say to your smart speaker, play ChristCast 2020 podcast on TuneIn. You've got to say Tune in because, Kiki, that smart speaker is not as smart as we think it is. They're very specific about what they're wearing. There's a lot of variations, apparently. (laughs) And if you run out of things to watch on Netflix, as I have, pick up your Bible and read it because it is the greatest story ever told. My name is Jason Dias. Her name is Kiki Culpepper. And to God be the glory. There ain't no practice runs in life. This is Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.